So what is up, ladies and gentlemen? This is episode 24 of the Amazon Hustle. Before we even begin, I want to let you guys know I really appreciate everybody that is listening to the podcast. Lately, I have been getting a lot of messages on Instagram and on YouTube when I post the videos of the podcast about how people listen to it when they're driving, when they're out doing retail arbitrage and sourcing, when they're at work, and they find a lot of value in this podcast. And that really... That brings us that brings warmth to my heart. So I'm really happy that you guys do that. I didn't think honestly when I decided to start doing this podcast, I just really wanted to wanted to kick it with a lot of Amazon SBA sellers that I see in the Amazon space that are doing good content or have great stories or are just making a lot of money just to show people what's possible. And I am ecstatic with the response that I'm getting. I try to stay away from the numbers. Like I try not to do content just to get numbers or to get followers or sub or subscribers. But I am human, so I do check the numbers every once in a while. And I checked this morning, and we are officially at over 130 listeners on each podcast, which is something that I didn't think was going to happen because the average podcast only gets about 100 listens per episode. So we are above average. And that just lets me know that we can only go up from here. But if you are listening right now, do me a favor and go. If you're watching on YouTube, like the video. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, Forum to do me a favor and give this podcast episode a five star rating and share it on your social media so other Amazon sellers can find it. Because I'm not trying to cap, I'm not trying to boast, I'm not trying to brag, but I really believe that I have the best Amazon podcast out there. On this podcast, of course, we talk about Amazon related subjects, but the podcast here can go into so many different areas of life. We, we talk about self-help. We talk about motivation, dedication, discipline, self-help, reading, fitness, all type of stuff. It's just really, really, I just really like, if I wasn't the host of this podcast and the owner of this podcast, I still would listen to the podcast. So I'm just really happy that people are really listening to it and just share it and help us get to a thousand listeners every um episode. That would mean a lot to me. But in this episode, I wanted to talk about going from your nine to five job to becoming an Amazon FBA seller and how realistic is that? I am one of those people, I don't believe I'm a unicorn or I'm special or I'm the only type of person in the world. I started Amazon because I hated my job. I moved to Germany with the army in 2012 and I got out of the army and I had my own business for a while. That shit caved and I had to go back to working a regular job and I wasn't doing something that I loved. I was a security officer. I was only making like $10 an hour and I hated that shit every moment of it. I hated it. And I knew once I found something, I was going to get away from that as soon as possible. And I found Amazon. And after the first year, I didn't do that good on the first year, but the second year I knocked it out the park and I realized I could actually go from my nine to five hating it. Like I literally, I remember the winter before I quit. I quit in the summer. That winter before that, I was driving to work. It was six o'clock in the morning. It had just snowed like three feet of snow. No bullshit, like three feet of snow. And I was driving up a hill. And when I was coming down, my car was spinning out of control. And I literally spent like three times. Luckily, nothing happened. But I pulled over and I damn near had a breakdown. Not because I almost died. That's that like that's a big thing there, but not because I almost died, but because the fact I almost died risking my life going to a job where I was only gonna make eighty dollars that day. Eight hours a day, ten dollars an hour, eighty dollars plus taxes taken away, so maybe like sixty dollars. And I was gonna like I was literally risking my life to go do that, and that's when I realized I really had to do something different. But after doing this podcast, I've talked to about three or four different people who knew that they wanted to leave their job to become an Amazon FBA seller, but their job was way more prestige. I guess that's the word, prestige. Yeah, was way more, 
was way more prestige and they actually went to college. Uh, some of them went to graduate school. They got their master's, things like that, and they found Amazon and then they still end up quitting their job. To go to graduate school, that's not something that you just do, like you just wake up when you're 18 and it's like, you know what, I'm gonna go to graduate school and become an accountant. That's not that's something that you plan since like high school and you really have to do it. So to plan something for five, six, seven, eight years and then go through all that and then just realize through Amazon that you can do your own thing and make even more money than what you were gonna make at your regular job and decide to go full time on that, that just shows me the power of Amazon. And I really believe that in this time and age, you don't you don't have to be like me. You don't have to be like hate, hating your job. Maybe you like your job. Maybe you're a nurse and you like working with people or you're a teacher or whatever it is that you like doing with your job and you don't plan to quit your job. But after 2020, 2021, and 2022 and the whole pandemic, I think one thing that we all can say that we learned is that everybody needs a side hustle because no matter how safe you used to think your job is, things can happen like a worldwide pandemic where shit gets shut down and your job may not be able to, your company that you work for may not be able to handle that shutdown and may have to just lay people off and you may be one of those people. And if you get laid off, what are you going to do? You have no more money coming in. But if you have a side hustle and you're bringing in an extra two, three, four thousand $4,000, you'll be way better off than if you didn't have a side hustle. And you don't have to become a seven-figure seller or even a six-figure seller. I know a lot of people that just an extra $1,000 would change their life. That's just one of the things that I learned over the past couple of years. And talking to some of these people, like our guest today, Marty, FBA Marty, he's a new Amazon seller. He's been selling for about a year. And he's already a six-figure Amazon seller. And his story is crazy to me. Not crazy in a bad way, just wow. Just, just crazy as in the fact that he went to graduate school. He became an accountant. He actually worked in his field, got a job at a good company. And throughout that whole time, he was building his Amazon business. And now he's at the point to where he's going to, he wants to end up quitting his full-time job and go full-time doing Amazon. So it doesn't matter if you're working at McDonald's or you are an accountant or a nurse or whatever it is, Amazon can really show you the power of being your own boss and not being not being dependent on somebody else giving you money to go give them your time. In this episode, we talked to Marty and Marty talks about how he found out about Amazon, how he started Amazon, his Amazon model, and so much more I think you guys are going to enjoy. So I'm going to stop talking now and we're going to get right into episode 24 of the Amazon Hustle featuring FBA Marty. All right, Marty, so can you do me a favor and tell the um, Amazon Hustle podcast listeners exactly who you are and what it is that you do? Um, so my name is Marty. FBA Marty is the handle on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, so I currently sell on Amazon. Um, I do mostly OA right now, a little bit of RA uh, on the side, but mostly RA or OA rather. Nice. Um, so I started doing Amazon uh, in August of 2021. Um I was doing, um, or what's it called? So I was about to go to a one-year graduate program for school. Okay. And um, me and my boy, Joe, shout out to Amazing Asins on Instagram. Oh, um, we, we were actually in the same accounting program uh, up at Buffalo. Nice. So we we were both following this guy on Instagram, uh, Jerry Liu. Uh, shout out to Jerry. Um, he was offering a $40 book flipping course. And so me and Joe were following him for like a month or two at that point. Um, so Joe reached out to me and he said, you know what, dude, like I bought this guy's course like a week or two ago. I actually made my first sale already, like Amazon FBA, like it's it's legit. It's legit. So uh, right then and there, I, I bought his course. 
Um, and then that same week, I, I literally bought my first product and sold it within like a week or two. And like like every other FBA seller, I'm sure that you guys all remember your, your first product that you sold. Uh, for me, it was uh, a Dark Souls 3 uh, video game guide. So I bought two of them directly from Amazon for like 40, 45 bucks mm -hmm. and flipped them right back on Amazon for 140. Oh, nice. So yeah, man. So like once, once I, once I did that, I saw the orange bars, got my proof of concept. That was like, that was, that was game over. That was all she wrote. Um, so then from there, um, I was still in school. So still did Amazon, but it was mostly like me and Joe on the weekends, me and him were going to uh, garage and estate sales looking for used books, stuff of that nature. So for about like nine, nine months or so, I was doing like strictly used books and then like seasonal holiday Lego sets. Mm -hmm. And then um, I actually started working full time uh, this June. Were you and an, so uh, um, were you, were you an accountant? Uh, yeah, I'm an accountant right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a tax accountant. Um, so graduated in may started working full-time as a tax accountant in june mm -hmm. and so from there i really got like um you know now i have time now i have uh capital to really like expend into this business and add fuel to the fire and then from there um we were in busy season in from august to uh october 15th so literally from the start of august to october 15th your boy was getting to work at like 8 8 30 in the morning i wasn't leaving the office till like 7 7 30 oh, wow. getting home at like eight o'clock and just you know wow. basically putting in like a full 12 13 hours and just mm -hmm. doing it again the next day um so once i hit that 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 really kind of gave me like the fuel and the motivation to really say like okay i'm gonna work as much as i can on the business when i do have the free time because i i need to get the hell out right. okay so okay 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 that was Thank you for the introduction, and I want to break that down some. Um, for when you, of course. of course. So back in August of 2021, when you saw mm -hmm. when you bought the course, it was a book flipping course, right? Yes. So in the book flipping course, was it telling you to to go to thrift stores, or did it tell you to do Amazon flips, or is that something that you found out yourself? That's a good question. Uh, so the the course was mostly it mostly taught you like the basics. Mm -hmm. of and just like the basic fundamentals of like reading keepa charts and it also taught you how to utilize like the keepa deals tab mm -hmm. so i was mostly um he didn't really like uh the course didn't really teach you per se how to like go to thrift stores and stuff right. of that nature and like really do that that was kind of just like me and joe were just like you know we knew how to like look for profitable books so we said like screw it like let's right. let's put in the work like we're not doing anything like let's let's go look for products nice. um so yeah it, it mostly the way i started was it was like a combination of like going to these like garage and estate sales as well as like dude it was so funny me and joe were literally both in like a, a 40 50 person lecture hall and like he was sitting in front of me and I saw this kid like just on Keepa on Keepa deals, just like sifting, <laughs> sifting through books the entire class. And then like uh, a month or two after I saw him do that, I started doing the same right. thing. And uh, it's just, it was just hilarious, man. Okay, <laughs> after you, after you flipped those two guides, what happened next? Like you saw your orange bars, as you said, and you had your proof of concept. So where yep. did you go from there? 
Uh, from there, that's really when I just started. Like, uh, yeah. So I made the I made the first sale in like August, like a week or two before I went up to Buffalo for for the one year program. Right. And then from there, I got to school, and that's like really when I started. Like, you know putting the work in, like just looking through Keepa, um, just sifting through use. Like I, I'd be opening like the Keepa deals, uh, Keepa deals tab, like every like hour or two hours, just like looking for new, new books that were like underpriced due to like a, a pricing error or something like so that. So basically, um, so basically with the Keepa deals, Keepa deals is a, I want to say, I guess an extension of the Keepa software or Keepa service where you can look at it, yep. it and it just shows you, as I guess you just said, it just shows you all the Amazon deals that are probably priced mm -hmm. too low. Exactly. And it's, it's beautiful too. Cause like you could, you could put like all your criteria in there. So you could say like, I only want, and it doesn't have to just be books too. Like I, you know, you could do it for toys. You could do it for the beauty products, but you, you tell the software, like what you want to look for. So you'll yeah. say, I want you to sift through books that only if it's under a hundred, 150 K sales rank. And I want it to be, you know, priced below $50. And then whatever else and it's going to spit out like 20 30 books that you can just and it doesn't even take that long you know if there's if there's 20 30 books right there you could go through that entire list in like a good five ten minutes and just you know you could easily that, find a couple profitable products just from doing that that is a totally different way or a different flip on selling books because mm -hmm. i'm used to doing the used books and going to the thrift store and just buying them for 50 cents and just pretty much just shooting and grabbing whatever you can get but this way yep. Uses because I because like when I was doing the used books in the thrift store, I wasn't looking at keeper charts because I was going through like 200 300 books at like a time. Oh, wow, so yeah, yeah, chart. but this is more. I like this way. This is you should actually talk more about this. I noticed that you're trying to like you're being more social and like networking more. You, you should make some reels on that. That's like I haven't heard nobody talk about that. It's a good idea, yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, Thank you. okay so you're in class. Mm -hmm. in the in the graduate class because you want to become an accountant and you found this whole Amazon thing and you have and you have some success on it. Plus you have Joe and he's going hard at it too. So you looking over your shoulder and you see that he's looking at keeper charts. So that's extra motivation for you. So exactly my question for you, I always get this with because like I talk to like a lot of people and, and I've talked to some younger people who are like 18, 19, and they're in college while they're doing Amazon. So with you while you're in college to do one thing. Was to be in a graduate um, like program, you like you planned that out. It wasn't like you just woke up and said, "Hey, I want to do this." So when Amazon yeah. comes, at what point do you start looking at Amazon more than you was looking at being a, a, a accountant or even equal? Like when, like was it that first sale or did something else happen? Damn, that's a, that's a good question. Man. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, yeah, so like it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was from the first sale. Like that definitely like sparked the start right. of everything. Right. Um, honestly, for me, I'd say what it was is um, probably like around like January to February of mm -hmm. like that the year when I started. So 2022. So basically, yeah. So basically like, yeah, in 2022. So basically right. like uh, three months of kind of like after, after three months of starting my account and like getting my first sale and stuff like that. Um, that February for Valentine's Day, that was like my first real like uh, to me that was like a, the first real like taste of success um, because uh, it was between two 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 products that I went like I mean for me at the time that was like really deep I was uh, 
I was going heavy on the Lego roses, and there was a, a Lego Valentine's Day Lovebird, both of which were like twelve ninety nine. Mm-hmm. And then I was, and be, I, I'm sure you know that like the Lego seasonal sets, they like they'll restrict you to like yeah. you know two per customer or whatever. So, <laughs> so at this point, what I was doing is uh, on the website they would let you order five. Okay. So I ordered five at the time I got like my, my ex-girlfriend, she ordered five. I went to like <laughs> four my friends, right. they ordered five and there was a Lego store, uh, Lego store in the mall, like uh, 10 minutes from our campus. Mm-hmm. So literally every day to every other day, I was driving my ass to the Lego store and I'd bring like two of my buddies with me and I would go in, I'd buy my two. Mm-hmm. And I told, I told my buddies, I was like, all right, you, you're going to walk in 20 seconds after me you're gonna act like you don't know me and you're gonna buy two, <laughs> so you gotta, you're gonna buy two more roses yeah so at the end of all that how many of them because you say that you went deep for you with your three months in there so how many did you have uh i'm trying to think i actually looked at it today i sold uh i don't know the exact i mean i could do the math real quick so i think i sold at least for the roses i sold like eighteen hundred dollars of them at okay. like 35 bucks so like around like in total it was like 50 okay 50 yeah, roses yeah, i'd yeah. say and then the the valentine's day lovebirds those were crazy because that was from that was a 12.99 to like 45 dollar flip oh wow and so those i got like those i bought like 40 of them and so okay. i did like i did like 3.9k in yeah. february and like that was by far my biggest month i've ever like for that what at that point in time january? that was like what did you do in January? January? Yeah. Uh, let me check. I don't think, I don't think it was too too much. Let me see. Um, January I did one point eight k. So you and then in February. Yeah. So I basically yeah. So I basically gotcha. doubled. And then once I did that, I was like, okay, like I I can I realize that like okay. If you want to make more money on Amazon, mm-hmm. buy more product. That's like, even even now, like, I mean, I, I slightly learned that back then, mm-hmm. but I really, really like fully started to understand that in like September, of, uh, you know, 2022 this year when I like really started to scale. It's, it, it's simple. It sounds really simple, but if you want to scale, if you want to do more money, you want to sell more product buy more inventory that's like as simple as it gets honestly that is 100 true and i think that yeah. um, that is a like I, like i'll say you can't sell what you don't have so if you don't have it then you can't sell it and you got to feed the exactly so the more you can send in the more you're going to sell but um i think that comes from a like that stems from like a lot of different things like i know me personally when i was doing books i was doing okay i was making like two thousand three thousand dollars profit so i was selling like 10, 12,000. So that was cool. But once I moved yeah. to doing online arbitrage, like literally when I was going to go source books, I wouldn't spend more than 200 to $300 in like a day because I was still getting yeah. like two, like 200 books. But when I started doing online arbitrage and I had like, I got to the point where I could spend like $5,000 in like one day, I wasn't used oh, to yeah. that. So I was trying to hold on to that money, but then you got to get over that hump of realizing take that money and put it right back in the business and it's going to come more. So I think that's something that's, really yeah, that, that's all, that's all it is, man. And it's like, it, it just shows you the power of compounding. It shows you like the snowball effect really exactly. is true. Exactly. All right. So February you started like you, like that's when you have like your 
your aha moment. So you continue in the graduate program. You graduate, of, of course, right? And you start working as an accountant. You're mm-hmm. at your goal, right? That was the goal. You passed it, all that. So then you yeah. start working, yeah. but then you start working 12 hours a day. So yeah. are you so when you're working 12 hours a day, what's happening with your Amazon? Uh <clears throat> honestly, for me, that's that's when I really like started to like take it to the next level. Okay. Um yeah, so like uh the way it worked for me is like you said, like February was like my kind of aha moment. Mm-hmm. And then um and then the rest of the year up until I graduated, it was kind of like just I was basically doing like 3k a month like it was just consistent like 3k revenue and that was right. just because like simply i didn't have time or capital or even like space in my in my apartment up in school really to like hold all this inventory right. um so then i graduated and then so i was in busy season i was i was working like the 12 hour days for like a month to like probably like a month and a half at this point when i really started to say okay like i I like there's just no way that I could do this the rest of my life. Uh I I just want to be able to do something that I have, you know, absolute control over and I can take control of my life. And the other part of it for me too is that with Amazon, um, you know, you directly see you you directly see the correlation between the amount of time you spend working on the business and, you know, your profit. It's if such you a don't quick turnaround. Spend, if you, yeah, if you don't if you don't spend time and you're not buying profitable inventory, well then you're not going to make money. You're not going to make sales. Whereas if you bust your ass at a 9 to 5 job, if you completely bust your ass and, you know, go go all in with that, you're going to get what? Maybe like a good job and a pat yeah, on the back and no maybe maybe a mediocre like raise and after a year like yeah. fuck that, man. Okay, like, question. Question. So yeah. that, those feelings that you were having after you started to 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 work as a, a accountant, um, if you didn't start Amazon, but your life continued the exact same way, do you think you still would have had those feelings? As if like what I like, I need to get out. Yes. Something like that. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, yeah, definitely. It would just be like, I. It would be like like, yes, but it would be kind of like. Uh, I don't know if scare, scary is the right word. I don't know what the right word I'm looking for is. Sure. But it would be kind of, it would be scary just because like, I don't know exactly. I, I wouldn't know like how to get, you know, I wouldn't yeah. know like what to put my energy towards mm-hmm. to get out. Right. Whereas like, I've already been selling on Amazon for over a year at this point. I know that I can do double, triple what my salary is just from doing Amazon. Right. So it's like, I already had, I already had that proof of, proof of concept in my head. Um, okay. I already had that like backup plan or whatever. So right. okay, yeah. so when you started to have these thoughts, what happened after that? Because now we're in what? We're in April. Uh, what for? Like when I no. So this is this is like Septemberish. I'd say. Oh, September. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so yeah. September 2022. Oh yeah, because you yeah. have to still continue to go to school and then graduate. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Got you. Okay, so now you're in September. So that's what five months ago. Yeah. Four months ago? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. just about. Like three, four, like four months ago. Yeah. Early around so there. now are you still working full time or are you a full time seller? Yeah. Like how does how does that work out? I'm still full time. Um our busy season ended mid October, okay. uh, October fifteenth. So basically since like mid October, work like my nine to five has been very, very slow. And so 
I really like taking advantage of the fact that I'm not working too much mm-hmm. for work work. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go, I'm going to double, triple down on my Amazon business and really, so like that's the past three months, I've made like a lot of moves behind the scenes um, to really put systems in, in place that will help me just basically free up my, t- free up my time. Yeah. So I got a prep center about like a month and a half, two months ago. And just like literally two days ago, me and uh, one of my boys, we actually started splitting a VA. Oh, nice. And, um, nice. nice. Yeah. So I- I'm really, really trying to put systems in place to like take myself out of the business and, you know, work, work from the outside so I could free up time to, you know, whether it's to, uh, to pursue other business ventures or just spend time with friends and family, you know, whatever it is. That's yeah. why, like, that's why Amazon is so beautiful. It gives you the freedom to do that. One of the biggest mistakes that a lot of people do, which the way I see it is this, a lot of people want to get out of their nine to five and a lot of people actually end up doing it, but then they end up just trading one nine to five for another 12 to 12 or another 10 to 10 because they're too busy working because yep. they're too busy working for their business that they can't work on their business. So I think exactly. that's a really smart, smart thing is that people just go from one hellhole, I guess you could say to another hellhole. And you like the overall goal is to get your time back. So you need to learn how exactly. to work on your business instead of working for your business. Exactly. And okay. um I was I was just gonna I was just gonna yeah. answer that real quick. I was just gonna say, and like what for anyone that's watching this, like I'm not saying that if you if you sold on Amazon for a month or two, I'm not saying go out and get a prep center. What I'm saying is put, you know, spend some time in the trenches, you know, uh, put, put those weekends prepping those, those units in cause it's gonna, it's gonna pay off in the long run. Um, but again, there's no like, there's no real like number that I'd say of like units or revenue that you're doing and that you should uh, hit until you get a prep center. For me, it was just like, like shit. Like I know I have another busy season coming up. And there's no way I'm going to be able to put in like two, three hours a day prepping units. So once I hit that point, I was like, okay, uh, the opportunity cost of me prepping these units, it's far outweighed by the fact that I can outsource this, outsource this prep to someone else and spend that two to three hours that I would on prep. And I could spend that sourcing profitable inventory because exactly. at the end of the day, that's the thing that's going to make you more money. It's not prepping units. It's sourcing profitable inventory. I love that because a lot of people, another mistake, I think a, a lot of, like I'm not some big business guru or anything like that. I just know yeah, yeah. that I think another problem that people do is they look at everything that's a problem and they think money is the solution. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that time is more important than money. So it's not about yeah. when you can afford to get a prep center or when you can afford to get a VA. It's more about when you can, what could you do with that time that the VA is taking away from you or the president? Because then you can take, like you said, sourcing, you can take that time. And if you source for an hour and you can spend $5,000, okay, good. But if you prep it for an hour and you're going to prep $100 for inventory, which one is more important? So exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's Perfectly the way it's going. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about a little bit of Amazon. So you have your VA and you have your prep um, prep center. So what do you do now? Like where where is your time going? Yeah. Uh, so for me, most of my time, like I'm still, I'm still, even though, I mean, like I, I just got the VA like, like two, three days ago. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, what I've been doing is, you know, he's sending me and my, my other buddy, like, you know, four to five, if not even, you know, some days even like six or seven, like 
pretty profitable, decent leads a day. Um, so like my my day slash time will consist of going through that list and just you know seeing seeing what the the leads are and how profitable they are, how good they look, and then just giving him notes and giving him feedback um, so that he can grow and he can get better and learn right. as our business grows. He's going to get better as well. Right. Um, I'm also still sourcing myself. So, but I, I will say um, that like, that's the, again, that's the beautiful thing about, about Amazon is like, even though I'm spending more and more money consistently week over week, month over month, I'd say I'm sourcing less and less. Um, Cause it's coming down to, and again, this is like, not even not even like talking about the VA. Um, this is coming from just like the amount of stuff that I've sold. There's probably like 30% of it is our replens. So I just have a Google sheet just filled with a bunch of replens that every day I'm looking at, okay, is this item back in stock? Is it still selling? You know, can I still buy it and sell it for profit? Like if so, I've sold it in the past. Why would I not buy it and sell it now? Exactly. Um, and then the last thing I've been doing is really just like um, just hopping on, you know, Zoom calls with other FBA sellers, uh, swiping up the people's stories, just really put myself out there and getting connected in the FBA space. Because like, dude, that's like that's like the biggest thing I've realized, too, is that like this community is is incredible. Like everyone just wants to see everyone win. Um like I, I genuinely can't say that I've met anyone in this space where I've I've looked at them. I've been like, I don't really like that person. Like <laughs> every single person, every single person I've talked to has been like a real genuine person. Everyone's got like everyone's on the same wavelength of like they're a hustler just trying to like make a better life for themselves. Mm -hmm. And like it's just a beautiful thing to see. So I it's it's that. a combination of like those three things that I'm really just trying to hammer down every single day. Okay, your first thing was about the VA and that you're still sourcing and working with the VA. Um, a lot of people, like I just, well, I don't have a, v, I don't want to call him a VA, but I do have a VA, but it's like an on-call VA. I'm, okay, yeah. Because like you said 30% of your business is um, replanning. Like 90% of my business is replanning, which means 90, oh, wow. like 90% of my monthly um, inventory, I spend on buying stuff that I already sold. So I don't really have to source that much so if I personally get three to five new products a week, I'm good because I still have my 90% that's doing good. And I always, and like, I think I'm a specialist when it comes to replans. So like my replans, I'm selling for six months, seven months, eight months, sometimes a year. So I don't have to source that. Oh, much. dude, that's beautiful. That's yeah, that's you. beautiful. Because again, you. like like you said, like you don't even have to spend that much time. It's just mm -hmm. like you, you go through your Google sheet in like, you know, 30 minutes a day. Exactly. You can easily drop like four or $5,000 just like exactly. that. Like, exactly. That's awesome, man. So my thing is when people say that they want to get a VA, they think they have this magic thing in their head that they go hire somebody and then they just wake up and then they have 10 new leads and they can just go buy a thousand level. And it's not like that. So can you kind of explain what you're, um, cause like you're new to the VA thing too. So can you just kind of, um, just let us know the, the things that you notice or maybe what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, I mean like the, even even prior to getting a VA, like I've kind of always kind of always like known. And again, this isn't even just for Amazon. This is this is kind of just for for really anyone that you're going to hire in any business you run is you, um, you know, they're an extension of you. They're they're no better than how good you are. So 
if you don't even understand the basic fundamentals of reading keepage charts and looking through Selleramp and you know stalking people's storefronts and uh, manual sourcing different websites and finding coupons, all that good stuff, there's no way that you can expect to teach someone if you don't even know it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's been the biggest thing for me is I'm really just trying to, um, or I've really tried to just like really hammer down those fundamentals make myself a better sourcer before I went out and said, you know what, I could, I could use a VA. Cause now at this point, now that like, I'm, I'd say I'm pretty decent at sourcing. Um, now it's just a matter of me and my other buddy, who's also pretty good at sourcing. We're just gonna, you know, uh, we're going to be communicative, communicative with this guy. Um, we're going to hop on, you know, weekly zoom calls and even like, you know, buy, you know, buy daily zoom calls and stuff of this nature and just leave him notes for stuff that he's doing well and stuff that like we think that he should like not, not count as a lead or whatever. Um, I'd really just say communication is the biggest thing, honestly, when it, when it comes to working with someone that's part of your business, yeah. communication. The way I see it, when I hire a VA, cause this is like, this is like my third or fourth VA, but I only have one at a time because I don't need three mm-hmm. or more. But when, whenever I hire a VA, my idea of a good VA is I want somebody who has experience because I don't have time to teach you how to use SellerAmp or how to use Keep or how to use Capital yep. Garage. But somebody, I don't want somebody who's been doing it for 10 years. I'm looking for like one to two years because I, I can still teach them. Because pretty much like you said, with like sourcing, you have to know how to source because when you get these leads from these from this VA, it's not like you're just going to buy whatever it is. You It's just getting a smaller list of stuff that you're going to source anyway. And then you just check. Exactly. So you need to know how to check in the seller app and how to read a key, uh, um, keep a chart because you still got to determine how many of them to buy and what to buy. So yeah. So training your yeah. is very, very important, but that comes from you putting in the reps first. And that's uh, going back to what you said. That's a really good point you made about how you don't want someone that's like, that has, the, you know, can't even use a computer someone that exactly, doesn't know how to use exactly, computer. Exactly. You don't want that. But on the other end, you don't want someone that has like seven to 10 years of experience doing this. Cause like, you know, damn well that you're not their only, you know, you're not their only client. Not only client they're yeah. going to be the, the leads that they give you, you know, damn well, they're probably given to five, 10 other people. So if you get someone that's like in that sweet spot in the middle, mm-hmm. like that's your golden man. How did you learn all this? Cause you did, cause you just took that one course. So was it YouTube university? Was it just from reading? Like, how did you learn? Cause like you have the whole lingo down, like you are a legit Amazon seller. So how did you learn how yeah. to become an Amazon seller? Honestly, man, it just, it, it was a combination of uh, just getting my feet wet, just making that seller account and just like, just, just kind of just playing around with it until you know I picked up on stuff that coupled with like YouTube and, uh, YouTube and podcasts and stuff of that nature. Like, I mean, dude, there's just, there's never been a better, like the whole, the whole argument that, that Amazon is saturated. It's such a bullshit argument. Cause it's like, there's literally never been a better time. And there's never been a better time to start an account, go on YouTube, look up how to read, keep a charts, how to use seller ant, how to, how to open up an LLC, like whatever it is, like literally all the information you need is in a Google search. You, like, I'm not. I'm not saying you shouldn't buy courses. Like, courses are great too. But like, all the information that you need is you could find for free if you do the digging. So it's just a matter of like looking for the information, taking action, and just just you know being curious. That's that's really all it is. I agree 100. percent And the way I see 
YouTube University or just doing your um just being diligent and looking up information versus buying mm -hmm. courses, which I'm not a big fan of courses because yeah, you can get the information, but you can ask any type of question. So if you're gonna spend some money, then I would recommend getting a coach because you can actually talk to that person. But the definitely but the difference between a coach and YouTube university is just how much time you want to spend there. Cause you can definitely learn every single thing that you want to learn about the Amazon business through you through a couple of YouTube channels, but, or you can go to a coach also and you can pay a little bit more, but then that time learning that time that you take learning gets smaller, way smaller. So if you're able to afford a coach, then go for the course. But you, but if you don't have anything or you don't want to pay for a course, coach, a YouTube coach, but then just go to YouTube and you can learn every single thing. You can go to my channel. I have a lot of videos. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're you're always dropping free game, man. Yeah, exactly, 100%. Exactly. What is the plan now? What is like in the like in the next year or for 2023, what's the plan? Yep. So the plan for 2023. Um so I've had this I've had this goal of mine that I wanted to do. So originally I wanted to do 500k for 2023, 500k revenue and I wanted to do like 100,000 profit, but I'm I'm realizing like one that's probably not one that's probably not super realistic. I'd probably need to do like 700 to 750 if I want 100k profit. Two, uh, forget forget that. It's really just like I should think bigger. Not just me, but any any of us like think bigger. Um so I, I want to do a million um and then if I could do 100 to 150k in profit off a million revenue, that would be that would be beautiful. And like again, even if I don't, so let's say like I don't hit a million, but I have this goal that I'm thinking about the whole the whole year long that I'm going to do a million. I'm going to do a million. Well, you know what? If I do 800,000 instead of a million, like That's so so big deal, big deal. You just you just did 800,000 in a year. How many people can say that they actually did that themselves? So my whole like mantra has really just been, um, you know, just, just shoot for the stars land, you know, or shoot for the moon land among the stars. Yeah. And it, it's, it's really true, man. Like I I've really just been, I've really realized like there's power in that. Um, so I'm just really trying to think bigger than I would have. Um, and then the other goal, the other goal I'd say, uh, not a monetary goal is really just within the year I'd like to make Amazon my full-time gig. And of really, really just really double down and do this uh, full, you know, for myself. Because, I mean, I'm 24, man. I live at home. Uh, I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have a wife, no kids or anything. So I figure, you know what? Like, if I'm not going to do this now and take control of my life, take control of my time now, when when the hell am I going to do it? You know, Bro, like, listen, the, listen, time listen, is now. listen, I'm 37. I think mm -hmm. I have a pretty good life. I yep. still have those I want to get better, but it took me a really long time to get here. Like I didn't like I didn't wake up until I was like 32. Before 32, I was just yeah. going into my job saying I hate it, but just being lazy, doing all that type of stuff. But then at 32, yep. I woke up and then that's when I started to get my shit set together. If I was 24 and I was in your situation right now, I'll take like the next two years and keep exactly how you have to still stay at home. Don't worry about girls and just grind. Cause you cause you see how fast things can compound. And just like we said earlier yeah. with like Amazon, Amazon is a fast moving business. In two years, you could be doing 10 million if you were to like be able to. Like, yeah, if, if, if I like, really want it, 100%. Yes, you, can be doing it. Yeah. So you are in a great position to like, I'm like, I'm excited for you, man. Thank you, bro. No problem. No problem. <laughs> um, okay. Since you are a, what kind of accountant are you? 
I'm a I'm a tax accountant. Okay. Um, so I'm a tax accountant at a mid-sized firm. So I'm doing or, or business taxes. Business. Okay. Well, right. it's, so it's so it's it's a little bit of everything because okay. we're, because I'm at a mid-size. So like you know, I'm doing individual returns. I'm doing mm-hmm. you know big business returns. I'm doing like construction returns, like real estate, like a right. little bit of everything, honestly. Okay. So being a tax accountant, does that help with being an Amazon seller? Yes and no. Um, for me, it helps because again, I, I'm a tax accountant, but I'm not a CPA, so it's not not like what's. I, I'm, I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. What's the what's the difference? Like, I, like is it as bad as calling one Asian person a different race of Asian than like another one? Like, if I call no, like, no, 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 not really. It's more so just like I don't. So, for instance, I can't sign off on a tax return. Okay. Um, whereas like if you have those three letters in front of your name, CPA. you can sign off on it. Like I could, I could still do it, but you at the end of the day, on. the work that I do needs to be reviewed by someone that has those three letters. So, so they, basically they could, a like, CPA would be like the manager or the boss of an accountant? Basically. Okay, basically. Um, but yeah, yeah, basically. Okay. But, uh, but when you're filing taxes and you're doing your books, like your, um, like your education helps, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I completely forgot to touch on that. Um, yeah. So I'd say like definitely having like a basic understanding of like uh, just like financials and just like how just kind of like understanding how money works and like really just really like knowing like that cash flow is king, especially in an Amazon business. Cash flow is your best friend. Uh, I'd say it 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 would help with that, but. Again, it's not it's not a necessity. There are people like there's again, there's a lot of people I know that they don't know the first thing when it comes to their finances. They start an Amazon business and you kind of just like it because you're a legitimate business owner, you start to pick up on that shit like as as time goes. And then on the inverse end, I know people that have their CPA and they're completely fucking stupid with money. They have, have no you know, they have no investment portfolios. They don't own real estate. Like they don't have a side hustle. Um, so it, it's really like, it, it's, it's, it's just funny. It's just yeah. funny the way it works. Um, so like um, I'd say, I'd say it, it helps, yeah, but, but not as much as you'd like, as you think. Okay. Yeah. Um, one of the last questions I'd like to ask people, well, actually since it's 2023, we're going to change it up. Um, okay. Okay. Here we go. I got it. The last question I like to ask my guests starting in 2023 is, Let's say there's somebody who's watching this podcast. They've been listening to some YouTube things. They've been in the Instagram forums. Forums. Oh, they've been on on um the Instagram hashtags, um looking at Amazon and, and doing all that. And they're still worried that Amazon is a scam. What type of advice would you give to that person? It's it's most definitely not a scam. Um, I I as well as every other seller on Amazon are proof of that. I mean. Listen, I was I was a kid in grad school, like not even a year ago, doing three k months consistently, probably you know like five hundred to a thousand dollars profit off that. And in three, basically since September, so like three three and a half months, I've basically done like a hundred k revenue with like fifteen to seventeen k profit. And like that's not me bragging, or that's not me being conceited. That's me saying like. Listen, if you want this bad enough, you'll make it happen. Um, stop making excuses. Like, again, all the information is at your fingertips. Uh, this isn't, you know, there's not even, it's, it's not even like a super 
capital intensive business. Like if you want to start OA, I'd say you don't even need more than like five hundred to a thousand dollars to start. Like the software is not expensive. Sure, there's like plenty of softwares out there. You could get pretty fancy with them, but like the the two that ever that everyone uses and like the two real necessities are Keepa and Celerant, both of which are twenty dollars a month, and then you're paying forty dollars for your Amazon account every month. So your only expenses really are like sixty to eighty a month for your softwares. And then just all the products that you buy, like that's literally all your expenses. So like, stop making excuses, create your seller account today. Um, and then the last piece of advice that I would give too, because again, uh, shout out to flips for miles. Cause this was, this, this was the advice that he gave me and it's by far been the biggest, uh, most, you know, uh, it's been the biggest thing that's kind of like helped me grow. My business has been, uh, create an Amazon account solely dedicated to your FBA storefront yes, and what yes, yes. Put, put your face. Don't put like a picture of an NFT as your profile. Oh, wait, Don't you put like a picture sorry, of sorry. something else. Put a, put a, what'd you say? Sorry. You said Amazon account. You mean Instagram account. Yeah. Instagram account. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Create an Instagram account dedicated to your like, you know, FBA Marty, like that's my Instagram. Mm -hmm. So like create an Instagram account dedicated to your Amazon business and put a picture of your face as your profile picture. Cause when you, you know, when you're, when you start swiping up on people's stories and you start networking with people, if they get a, a, a random DM from someone that has like, you know, it's that just like a random. Like, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Like you gotta, you gotta put yourself out there, man. And, uh, Here's the know, this, community, this community is perfect to do it for everyone's yeah. everyone's just trying to help everyone out so i wanted to, i wanted to talk about where you said put a picture of yourself um mm -hmm. definitely put a picture of yourself because once you start getting up to like if you're active on there you're going to get a lot of spam and a lot of bots are and like if you don't have a profile picture that person might not even like especially if you're trying to message somebody that's maybe like a little bit higher on the follower account if they just yeah. see the Amazon logo or a box, that's yeah. they're not even going to check it. So you want to be as personal as possible when you're on Exactly. There. Exactly. Just be genuine. Just, yeah. just be genuine. That's all it is, man. That's really all it is. Be a human being. Okay, Marty, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Where can people get in contact with you or follow your journey? Yeah, yeah. So uh, at FBA Marty on Instagram and Twitter, uh, you can follow me there. Uh, if you guys have any questions whatsoever, please feel free to shoot me a DM. I'm always happy to help. So uh, it's been a pleasure and uh, thanks for having me on, man. Thank you. All right, guys, I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did and you're watching on YouTube, please do me a favor, like the video, subscribe to the channel and click that bell so you can be notified when I upload new videos. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, do me a favor and rate this episode five stars and I'll catch you guys in the next podcast. Oh yeah, also, let me let you guys know, I'm going to start dropping these podcasts every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern. So I'll catch you guys next Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern for episode 25 of the Amazon Hustle Podcast. Peace out.